This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 94 pitches so far for Darvish, though. Working in the fifth inning, and this Rangers bullpen is not very good. Runners lead off second and third. Here's the 1-1. And Correa drives this one pretty deep to left field, sends Rua back, still going back, and that is gone! A three-run home run for Carlos Correa. Just did clear the wall in deep left center, and the Astros lead it three to nothing. Now, another Astros podcast. There's your May player of the month right there, taking care of a hanging breaking ball from Darvish as the Astros finally cash in with the runner in scoring position. That wall... And left field is 14 feet high. If it was 14 and a half feet high, that ball would have been off the wall. Instead, Correa with his 10th home run of the season. And RBIs 35, 36, and 37. Starting to see Correa really blossom. Aldur, tons of pine tar on the front of his red batting helmet. Reaches for pine tar on that helmet with his left hand. Now holds the bat high. No place to put Odor. Mike Napoli on deck. Good plate appearance by Odor. Bases loaded, two out, three nothing Astros, last of the six. Two two. Swing and a dribbler right side. Guriel fielded toward the line, takes it to first himself, and that is the inning. Outstanding job by Dallas Keuchel. Rangers load the bases. Keuchel gets out of it, and we go to the seventh. Well, the Astros dodged a bullet there with two outs. The Rangers loaded them up, but Keuchel. Got a weak ground ball by the second baseman, Rudnett Odor, to get out of that jam and maintain this 3-0 lead. 1-0. And Springer drives one pretty deep to center field. It sends back Hoying, still going back, and that's gone! A three-run home run for George Springer. His third home run in the last two games. And the Astros now lead this one by a score of 7-0. Oh, we talked about the struggles of this Rangers bullpen. G pretty good in the first two innings, but it caught up with him with shaky defense. Springer made him pay with two outs once again. The Astros explode with the three-run homer. 14th homer of the season for Springer. That leads the club. 0-1, that's lined and caught by the first baseman, Guriel, and that is the ball game. The Rangers' ninth loss in their last 12 games. Houston Astros win their eighth in a row, defeating the Texas Rangers tonight by a final of 7-1. Well, ace against eighth, the third time that Keuchel's matched up against Hugh Darvish, and the Astros now have won all three of those contests. Big win to start things off at Globe Life Park in the series of 2017 as the Astros continue just to roll along. Welcome back on Astro Launch with Will Harris, uh, part of a very busy Houston Astros bullpen. That's a good thing, Will with this club having so many leads and protecting so many to get this early use this year. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been nice. You know, guys can kind of settle into, uh, you know, when they expect to pitch and what roles and things like that. But uh, when you're winning as many games we've been winning right now by some of the margins that we've been winning by, it's a little bit of a different feeling. But, uh, but yeah, it's been great, man. It's uh, 
when you play for a first place team, you definitely kind of don't really think about the individual stuff as much. You're, uh, you know, more thinking about, hey, I just want to win the game tonight, and uh, you know, which is which is nice. How much different does this season feel to you compared to 2015? Uh, you know, a little bit different. I don't think is, you know, I think 2015 we kind of took some teams by surprise. Uh, we kind of had a lot of guys maybe the didn't. You know, me, myself included, a lot of people didn't know. And it was kind of maybe people were kind of maybe expecting us to falter at some point. Didn't think that it was real. Uh, as we're now this year, I think with we have a lot more proven players on our team, guys that maybe in 15 weren't proven or proven now. And so now there's a little bit more of an expectation level that wasn't there that year. And uh, some bigger leads to protect when you come in. The offense is a little more potent, Will. Yeah, up and down the lineup. You know, we kind of, when, when, when you saw the lineup cars in spring training, you know, even when, you know, guys weren't even playing, you're like, golly, like, I mean, how, how is A.J. going to get everybody in the lineup? How is this going to work? And, which is a good problem to have, obviously. And he's done a great job of, of working guys in and giving guys days off and, and playing the matchups and things like that, which is really nice. Watching you last night, uh, just vintage Will Harris. Uh, that that cut fastball you have is very effective on left-handed hitters. They know that by now. Are you having to change any of your patterns now that they have seen you enough? You know, I, I think if anything, this year I've really tried to command my arm side fastball uh, better than I have in years past. Uh, kind of can keep righties honest, not have them diving out over the plate. Uh, you know, I was able to stand up Andrews last night on a, on a pitch in. That It was a ball, but it kind of changes the at-bat. He can't quite dive and look out over like he uh, maybe was willing to do in the past. So, um, but yeah, left-handed hitters, you know, I, I felt like I've always kind of been able to command the inside corner pretty well. Uh, so this year, moving the ball around, you know, notice if they get off the plate a little bit to try and cheat to the fastball in that I have enough confidence that I could stick a fastball in the outside corner and, uh, and freeze them. So uh, me and McCann talk about it a lot, and it's just, you know, uh, trying to exploit their weaknesses. This is so exciting this season. How do you, as a player, keep yourself focused and keep yourself from, from getting caught up in all that excitement? You know, excitement for, for baseball is good, uh, you know, for, for a team. You know, for us, we play 162 games. It's a long season. It's about to get hot. And so when you can keep the excitement playing for a first-place team, I just think it energizes your team each and every day. And, you know, like yesterday, we could have, you know, no doubt uh, been low, you know, had a, had a slow game, you know, have a long rain delay. You're on the road. It looks like the game's going to get canceled. But, when you know, if we're in last place, we're probably all in here thinking, oh, yeah, you know, cancel the game, whatever. But playing for a first-place team, we're like, no, we want to get out there. You know, we want to play. We want to win. And, and it showed. And it's been showing a lot. Thanks for the visit, Will. Yeah, anytime. Every baseball fan has a big league dream, and DraftKings wants to make them come true with the Big League Call-Up. We're offering 30 special contests over 30 days. Each winner will receive a different once-in-a-lifetime experience. You could be taking batting practice on the field, throwing out the first pitch before a game, or acting as general manager for the day. Houston Astros select Carlos Correa. That's just to name a few. Step up to the plate at DraftKings.com and get ready to Make your big league debut. DraftKings, the game inside the game. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros third base coach, outfield coach, and base running coach Gary Pettis. And uh, in a place you're very familiar with here in Arlington, played two years for the Rangers in 90 and 91, and also were a coach here for, for eight years uh, for the Texas Rangers on Ron Washington staff. And I know your two years here with the Rangers as a player, I think what you're probably best known for was your catch 
in Nolan Ryan's seventh no hitter on that drive hit hit by Manny Lee. Was that your most memorable moment for the Rangers as a player? Well it's it's one of them. Uh, I personally don't feel like it was a great play by any means. I mean I've I've made that play hundreds of times and uh, I probably think I could still make that play right now but <laughs> that's yet to be seen. But no that was just a, a play that uh, is talked about um, I guess because of the magnitude of what was going on at the time. Nolan Ryan was working towards a no hitter and uh, some people say that was a play to save the game. When you're in the field as a player and a, and your pitchers working on a no hitter does does your level of focus heighten does it does it change anything for you I know it shouldn't but I mean it's kind of human nature to obviously be aware of the situation well you know in a sense it does I mean you do you play like that all the time but now you realize that you know we are on the way of possibly witnessing something very special and so uh, you want it for the guy on the mound so you try to do everything that you can to to save it and make sure that he gets it so um, you know it's just like if you play in the World Series it means more yeah. than playing in the regular season so it's not so much that maybe your sense of awareness is heightened just that the, the magnitude of the game is. Now you unfortunately didn't get to play in the World Series as a player you did get to coach in the World Series with the Texas Rangers two years in a row 2010 2011 when you're on, on Ron Washington's staff. What do you really remember about those two World Series. Obviously it's unfortunate for you as a Rangers coach at the time Rangers didn't win either of them. But what do you really remember from those two. Well there's a there's a lot of good memories from uh, from those days. Um, I, I think one of the the things that really stands out to me is not something that 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 we did but we did do some very good things but I remember playing the Giants in the uh, 2010 World Series uh, there was a situation I think we went to San Francisco I think they may have won the first two games and then we came home we won the first game uh, I believe it was the fourth game and uh, it may have been a 0-0 score or they may have already had a run or two on the board but uh -huh. they had two men on about maybe the fifth inning sixth inning and we brought in a left handed pitcher to pitch to Aubrey Huff who was hitting fourth for the Giants and having a very good year and he caught everyone by surprise and he dropped down a bunt and moved the runners from first and second to second and third uh, I believe the next guy got a base hit or something and they scored the two runs so that's one of the things that uh, from a baseball player and coach standpoint that that was something that stood out to me because sometimes guys say, Robert oh, Ford Steve Sparks bump. on your radio Why the Houston Astros radio bump. network you may not have to make him bump but he should know how to and that's one of the things that I think uh, this has been a production propelled them to go on and win the uh, win the World Series and that's one thing that changes in the postseason too is I mean it's nice to be able to have guys who can hit home runs and do all Robert Ford Steve Sparks on your radio the Houston Astros radio network and still able to manufacture runs right. Yes when you get to that point is when by any means necessary and uh, like I said he caught everyone by surprise because he was their number four hitter and again had hit some home runs had a good uh, batting average and so. Uh, that that really it stood out to me and I stood there and said wow I don't know if we're going to beat these guys because they're doing all the right things yeah. and, and when you get to that point uh, it's the little things that win games you know um, and then again in 2011 you're talking about little things well all we needed was one strike right twice you know we had a two run lead in the ninth and we lost a two run lead. Then Josh Hamilton comes up and he hits a two run home and we're up by two runs again. 
and we still couldn't hold on. So, you know, it's those type of things that in games like that, if you can't close it out, you're destined to lose. How much fun has it been this year? I mean, obviously, it's still relatively early in the year, about a third of the way through the schedule. But, I mean, the, the way this Astros team has been playing, and it just seems like every day somebody else is, is making a big contribution. Well, and that's what's so special about this ball club is that uh, we are no longer the Astros that uh, would swing and miss a lot. Now we've brought in some additions that put the ball in play and have helped teach the other guys the value of putting the ball in play. And so when you have a lineup like that, it puts more pressure on the guy on the mound because now when you have, say, runners on first and second, the strikeout isn't something that he can search for. Now yeah. you have to pitch to these guys differently. And in doing so, at some point, you may have to bring a ball closer to the plate where maybe you wouldn't have to if you had guys up there that you felt like you could strike out. So that's what makes this ball club really special, the ability to put the ball in play at any time. Astros coach Gary Pettis, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.